Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Fit as a Fighter podcast. My name is Trisha. I'm your host. And today we're going to talk about carb cycling. This episode is going to be a little bit more strategic, a little bit more nuts and bolts as far as a dieting strategy that you can use that is very effective, especially for my female clients. And especially if you're somebody who's already familiar with dieting, if you're already familiar with tracking your calories, tracking your macros, this can be a great next step for you if you are a little more seasoned when it comes to this sort of thing. Now, if you're newer, this is great education. This is great knowledge for you to have. It may not be something you implement right away. So let me back up a beat here and just explain like what carb cycling is. And if you have been in my world before, if you listen to this podcast for a while, you know I am a big believer in fitting in and learning how to include the foods that you love while you lose weight. The main strategy I use with my clients is we do a combination of tracking calories and tracking macros. Now, when I say tracking macros, people who are newer to that term, they have no idea what it means. Most people know what counting calories is, right? So it's just more of an extension off of that where we're getting a little more detailed and we're actually you know, knowing how many grams of carbohydrates, of protein, and of fat you should be eating a day to reach your goals. I heard a really great saying once by a fellow coach that said, you know, calories are king when it comes to losing weight. Macros are going to determine, you know, really how your body looks once you lose the weight right? So, you know, yes, you can be in a calorie deficit eating whatever amount of macros and you could lose weight, but macros are really going to determine like how your body's going to look and feel besides just losing the weight, you know? So for example, real quick, you know, you could lose weight. This is a silly example, but it's true. You could lose weight by just eating a piece of cake every day. Okay. Literally you could have like a three pieces of cake every day. That's all you eat the whole day. Maybe it would be like 800 calories total and you lose weight because you're in a calorie deficit. But how are you going to feel? You're going to feel like crap, right? You're probably going to lose muscle tissue. You're probably going to have some issues going to the bathroom. You're going to have some digestive problems. You might have some skin issues, right? You might lose your hair. Who knows, right? So that's why I'm a big believer in also knowing what your macros are and paying attention to those macros. So for my clients, they have a specific goal of how much protein they should eat per day. And if you're newer to this world of counting macros, that's a great place to start. Oftentimes in my free challenges, we start with just like a protein goal across the board where everyone's just trying to reach like 100 grams protein. Now, if you want to know exactly how much protein you should be eating, the simple formula I like to give people is take your goal weight. Okay, let's say let's say I'm 150 pounds. Let's say I'd love to be 135 pounds someday. Okay, someday in the future, you know, and so that's going to be just, you know, one, one gram per pound of lean body mass It is right about where your protein goal should be. Okay, more or less. There's other formulas, but that's just an easy way to think about it. Think about your goal weight or your lean body mass, what it would be. And one gram per pound would be your protein goal. So that's a great place to start because if you're in a calorie deficit and you're eating enough protein, 
that is going to help your body in so many ways. Yes, you'll lose weight because you're in a calorie deficit, but you'll be losing body fat. The protein will ensure that you're satiated. The protein is going to help build your immune system stronger. And the protein is going to make sure that especially if you're exercising, you're not losing weight from your muscle. Okay. You're not going to lose weight. And then, um, I've already, I've already heard people calling, you know, ozempic butt, right? Like you're not going to be so like, you know, losing all of your muscle mass that your butt is just going to be, you know, skin swinging back and forth, right? You're going to be able to maintain your muscle tone because you're eating enough protein. Another example of why macros is important is looking at something like fiber. Now, even though fiber is not a main macro, that's a micronutrient, but that's something that we can also look into when you're tracking your macros is knowing how much fiber you're eating. Fiber is going to ensure that you're digesting your food, you're regular with going to the bathroom, you're getting rid of excess toxins and hormones in your body. So, you know, being able to pay attention to these little details is going to not just help you lose weight, but it's going to help you feel your best. Now, when it comes to carbs and fat, this is where there's a lot of misconceptions in the dieting world, okay? There is still to this day, like so much negative connotation around carbohydrates, okay? Around carbs are bad. Fruit has too much sugar. Carbs will make you gain weight. Don't eat pasta. Don't eat white bread. Don't eat white rice. Don't eat carbs after dark. Don't eat carbs um, with mixing this or that. Or There's so many ridiculous, you know, just misconceptions in the dieting world about carbs, Okay, and what I want you to know, especially if you are a female, okay, what I want you to know is your body needs carbohydrates. It needs it. Okay, it doesn't just want it because carbs taste yummy, because they do. Your body needs the freaking carbs, and I'll tell you why. Okay, carbohydrates, they trigger many, many systems in your body. Okay, and they're really important hormonally for your body. When you're eating adequate carbohydrates, it's gonna trigger some responses within your thyroid hormones where you know your hormones are converted. So basically you have thyroid hormones, you have your different sex hormones, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, you have your metabolism, and all of those things are connected. And they're directly connected to your stress, your stress and your nutrition. Okay. So if you are cutting carbs, now, of course, there might come a time in any diet, even if it's the best diet in the world, where you do have to lower carbs, right? You do have to lower calories. Carbs might be a part of that. And that's okay. But most of you, you're doing that off the bat. And you're doing it in such an extreme way that what it's doing is it's kind of down-regulating. It's making those hormones slow down. It's making those conversions happen slower. It's raising the cortisol stress hormone in your body. All in all, all that to say, all of that jargon to say, it's slowing down your metabolism. Your metabolism is going to adapt, okay? I don't care if you're eating 800 calories a day or if you're eating 3,000 calories a day, your metabolism's job is to keep homeostasis. Your metabolism, it wants to find the balance, right? It wants to match what you're doing. So it's like a constant game of like this calories in, calories out. You know, you're trying to work out, you're trying to do steps, you're paying attention to your calories burned, you're counting your calories and your macros, you're trying to eat less. And meanwhile, your metabolism in there is just trying to keep up and it's trying to adapt. And if you are dieting too harshly, too quickly, too extreme for too long, your body, your metabolism is going to adapt. And so what that means is let's say you're only giving your body, you know, a thousand calories a day 
even if you think you're burning 2,000 calories a day, your body, it's going to start shutting down other systems that you don't even realize are happening. Okay, it's going to start it's going to start with fat loss. It's going to say this is not important, this is not essential. I am not going to worry about burning body fat right now. Hence why sometimes you get to the point in your diet where you're like, "How am I not losing weight anymore? I'm eating less and less." It's because your metabolism, you know, it only has so much energy to expend. So it's going to start shutting down the non-important functions. The next thing that might happen, and we see this a lot with extreme athletes, especially when it comes to bodybuilding, MMA, jiu-jitsu, you know, things like that that are weight-oriented sports, gymnasts, same thing, where they lose their period, they lose their menstrual cycle because again, the body is getting so little that the metabolism, the body says, you know what, this is not important right now to work on reproduction, so we're going to shut this down, okay? It's trying to manage with the little amount of calories you're getting, all of the functions necessary in your body, and you working out like a maniac, and you trying to diet, okay? So I'm getting into a really deep rabbit hole here, but I want you guys to understand how your body works and why why carb cycling is a really good tool if you are really seriously trying to diet and you know let's say you're kind of stuck you kind of get to these plateaus where you know you lose a little weight and then you get stuck okay this is where carb cycling kind of comes in to save the day so those are all kind of the negative things that happen with dieting whether again you do it right or you do it wrong it doesn't matter your metabolism is going to adapt that is the one thing we know for sure So this is why as a coach, when my clients first start, I try my best to get them to start by eating more, right? I want them to start as high as possible, okay? Without having to gain, you know, 10 or 15 pounds, maybe just maintaining weight as they learn how to eat more, more carbohydrates, a little bit less fat because your body as a female is going to store fat. It's going to use carbohydrates as energy and eating adequate protein. Then from there, if your body starts to adapt, we have room to go down. If your body adapts again, we have room to go down. We have room to drop calories. But one nice way that you can kind of combat this and be able to eat the same amount for a while without having these adaptations in your calorie deficit is by using a carb cycling strategy. So what this means is, you know, after five days, it's been, you know, studied that after five days of being in a calorie deficit, that is the point in which your body starts to adapt, okay? And your body's going to start to sense, okay, we're in a calorie deficit, we don't like this, and your body's going to start to fight against you and it's going to start to make those adaptations. So if on the fifth day each week after five days of dieting, you introduce two days of eating more carbs, it is going to balance out those adaptations. It's going to pull you out of that adaptation. It's going to give your body some recovery. It's going to reduce your cortisol. It's going to reduce your stress hormone. And psychologically, it's also giving you something to look forward to, you know, to pull you out of that like starvation, dieting. Oh, I can't eat this. I can't eat that. It psychologically gives you something to stay motivated. And it's like that little treat on the weekend or at whatever point you have it. Okay, so that is essentially, you know, the how that is how carb cycling works, where you're eating for five days in a row, four or five days in a row of low calories, and then two to three days, you're increasing the carbohydrates only, okay, not the fat, not the protein, um, just the carbs. Okay, so what I mean by this is, let's say, for example, I'll take an exact example. I have a client that she's been with me for well over a year now. Okay, we've been working together since 
the summer of 2022 and it's now September of 2023. So we've been working together a while. We've gone through many diet phases. We went through a diet phase that was not successful in the beginning because she had some hormone issues. She had just come off of birth control. She had just switched from working night shift to day shift. She had just finished breastfeeding her youngest child. Um, she had a lot of life stress and just her body was not losing weight. No matter how little we would diet her, her body was just holding on. So at that point, we actually implemented a full reverse diet, okay? She had some healing to do. She had some stress to reduce. She had some, you know, supplementation to work on some deficiencies. We did blood work. We did a lot of these things, right? Now, fast forward to February, we officially started a diet phase. And since the beginning of that diet phase, we really have not changed any calories or macros. She has pretty much been around the same amount since February. And she has now lost almost 17 pounds since February. Now, remember, a year ago, she could not lose weight no matter what. Now, we have been implementing the carb cycling strategy, and she's down 17 pounds. Probably should have started the podcast with this story, not 12 minutes in. But if you're still here, thank you. So so here's why it works, especially in her case, okay? She is a mom of two. She works full-time as a nurse. Her husband also works, but oftentimes he's opposite shifts. He's working at night. So a lot of times she's solo parenting. In order for her to even get her workouts and her steps in for the day, she's got to be up at 4 a.m. Okay, She's got to be in bed asleep by 9 p.m. if she wants any chance of a good night's sleep. And you know, besides that, there's a lot of life stress, things going on. And she still finds time to work out two to four times a week in the gym, along with committing to a step goal. Now, because she has such a high amount of stress in her life, Dieting is also a stress, but she does have weight that she wants to lose, right? So the way that we combat that stress and we combat her body adapting is every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, she has higher carbs. Now, the crazy thing is in the beginning, she was scared that she would gain weight every weekend when she ate the high carbs, when in fact, it's been the opposite. It's been the opposite. During the week, her body kind of stay the same. Hey, she's got a lot of stress. She's not always able to sleep a lot. Where her weight drops the most is after that first day of eating more carbs, which sounds crazy, right? That after she eats, you know, all week, 140 grams carbs every single day. And then on Friday, she goes ahead and eats 250 grams carbs. On Saturday, miraculously, after eating like 400 more calories, she's a lower weight. Okay, she had her lowest weight this Saturday of 153 since we've started doing this. So it's pretty amazing to see it happen. I've experienced it myself, but to see it happen with my own clients. And this is also great for her because, you know, she's a mom on the weekend. They do things with family, with friends, you know, birthday parties or vacations or date nights. And so she can still be in her dieting phase while she's still enjoying herself on the weekends. So she's somebody that this is working out perfectly for because during the week she's working, she's in her rhythm. You know, it's pretty easy for her to stick to her dieting calories. But on the weekend, she gets those higher carbs and it is driving down her stress. It's fighting those adaptations and it's pushing her weight loss down. So she's a perfect example. Now, who would this not be good for, okay? Who I would not recommend this for is somebody who is brand new 
to counting their macros. If you're brand new to counting macros, it's probably going to be overwhelming enough for you just learning how to hit your daily macro goals, right? Just learning how to log your food, meal prep, use the different MyFitnessPal or whatever app that you're using, you know, really stay on your targets, learn how to fit things in. If you're very new to macro tracking, Carb cycling is not necessary, right? But if you're somebody that you've been doing it for a while and you feel like that might help you to have maybe, you know, a little bit less during the week and maybe have a little more on the weekends where you're doing it in a very disciplined way. Notice it's not a free-for-all. She doesn't have six cheat meals over the weekend. She's still hitting her protein goal. She's still keeping her fat low. She's only increasing her carbs, Okay, And what many women quickly realize when we start doing carb cycling is, wait a second, it wasn't the carbs that was the problem, it was the fat that was the problem all along. Because I'll tell you what, guys, I really don't believe that any of you gained excess weight because you had too much plain pasta, because you had too much white rice, you had too many bowls of white rice every night, right? Nobody gained too much weight because they had too much plain white rice, right? It's the fat combined with the carbs that makes those delicious foods so much more palatable, like pizza, like ice cream, like cookies, um, like chips, right? Like those snacky foods that we love to eat. They're not just straight carbohydrates. They're typically fried in oil or they have cheese or sauce or, you know, something that's just high fat that makes it so delicious. It's not just the carbs, right? And so when many women, when I tell them, okay, you can have more calories on the weekend, but it's only the carbs, they're like, hmm, wait a second. (laughs) And they really struggle because they start seeing, oh no, I went way over my fat goal. This has too much cheese. This has too much oil in it. Okay, so what they thought was the reason why they couldn't lose weight, it turns out it's not the case. Your body thrives off of carbohydrates. Your body will use that glucose for energy for your body, to use during exercise for your brain, for your nervous system, and for your hormones, for your metabolism. Now, if we're also eating a high amount of fat, guess what, guys? Your body is going to store that fat. For females, our bodies do not use fat as effectively as men. Now, is it possible for a female to burn body fat, like to burn fat for fuel? Of course, Okay, that's why keto was so popularized back in the day and still is for many people. And keto can be a good strategy for some women, okay? For a certain set of women that are struggling um, with insulin resistance, with PCOS, things like that, okay? Not every woman, there's still women that have those things that can handle carbs. Every single woman is different. But for the most part, our bodies are gonna thrive off of carbs, Okay, so you want to work on keeping the fat lower if you're trying to lose body fat and work on adding more high quality carbs. Okay, and it doesn't mean that there's good carbs, bad carbs, but just more optimal carbs, right? So I hope that this did not get people too confused. I hope if you made it this far, this podcast makes sense. And I don't typically share a lot of like detailed strategies in these podcasts, but if you did enjoy this more educational podcast, let me know. If you have questions on carb cycling or macro tracking, I have a lot of resources I can share for free. Just send me a message on Instagram or on Facebook at Trisha Cicero. And again, I think this is a great tool because, you know, obviously scientifically we know it's effective, but also psychologically it's effective. Now, 
you know, the one kind of nuance here is, you know, if you're somebody who's an athlete, I know I have a lot of athletes who listen to this podcast. And when I say athlete, it doesn't mean you have to be a professional athlete. I have a lot of women who are doing jujitsu or martial arts or karate or kickboxing or they're MMA fighters, right? Whatever level you are, or maybe you play a whole different sport or you're a triathlete. For athletes, carb cycling can also be timed, not just on the weekends. The weekend can be convenient for a lot of, let's say, just, you know, general population, the mom who's busy with her family. But for many of my athletes, what I like to utilize it for is for the really hard training days. So if you're listening to this and let's say you are somebody who does jujitsu and let's say Tuesdays and Fridays are your competition training days. And those are the days where it's all rolling. It's all hard rounds. You know, you're dying by the end of it. Those could be the two days per week where you are increasing your carbs intentionally and you're doing it around the workout, right? Or if you're a fighter, maybe the sparring days are the days where you want to have more carbs, right? Or maybe it could be the opposite where maybe you push through on those days and you are going to let the weekend be those recovery days. So there's a lot of nuance. It really depends on what your goals are, what your lifestyle is like, you know, and we really work around that. But if this is something that interests you, if you have more questions, or maybe if you're like, hey, I want to know if that will work for me, reach out and send me a message and I would love to talk more. But again, this is something I think is just, it's a tool, okay? And it's not the only tool, There's also ways that you can fight the metabolic adaptations where maybe you go two weeks of just hard dieting and a calorie deficit, and then you take a week off, okay? Where you take a week, not off, off is the wrong word, a week of a dieting break where you're going back up to your maintenance calories and macros. There's all sorts of strategies. I can talk in other podcasts more detailed about them if you guys are interested, but you know, all to say, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Okay, there's more than one way to lose fat. For some people, just a regular plain old calorie deficit Monday through Sunday is going to be fine for them. And maybe they won't have adaptations as severe as some other women. There are some women, though, that really it benefits them greatly to have these little diet breaks planned, whether it's the weekend refeeds or maybe it's a planned full week that they're taking off. Maybe it's around the holidays, but we really try to strategically diet within my coaching program to make it fit your lifestyle so that you're not at Disney with your family and trying to count your macros. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's certain principles, of course, and habits you can keep, but my whole goal is to make this fit your lifestyle so you can lose weight and then maintain it at those times where you want to enjoy life a little bit more. So that is it, guys. I know this podcast went really deep into the strategy today. Um, I know a lot of times I talk about mindset or different life things or, you know, dieting ideals and things like that, but if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it or send me a DM or leave a review and let me know if you want to hear more podcast episodes like this. But that is it for today, guys. I will talk to you all next week. Thank you for tuning in and I hope you have a fabulous day.